Serve the Lord with gladness. Hallelujah. Yes, God. That's my encouragement to you. Serve the Lord with yes. gladness in Jesus' name. Amen. No, that's not the title of today's <laughs> um, Be Resplendent episode. Those of you that are listening via podcast or watching us by YouTube, thank you for what you're doing right now. We appreciate you. And may you continue to like it, subscribe, share it, and all over social media. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Today's um, Be Resplendent episode is entitled opportunity to forgive mm -hmm. opportunity to forgive on behalf of my beautiful wife and i we want to say we love you guys i don't want to get a chance to say that but we just love you guys and so appreciate every single one of you god bless you this is pastor chris <laughs> and i'm pastor natalie god bless you guys we're gonna jump right in to, we're in now in genesis chapter 42 mm -hmm. and i'm going to um, you guys, you know, watch the last three because I'm not going to recap too much of, of what's going on for you guys, you know, from Genesis 37 all the way to now 42. Um, we're going to jump right into verse 6. Mm -hmm. Now, you know that, you know, jo Joseph is now second in charge next to Pharaoh. Um, and basically, the situation is that now... His brothers are still back to where they, you know, they, they where but they still live. Living, yeah. And their father Jacob is like, "Hey, there is now a famine. We hear that there's food in Egypt. How about you guys go down there and go get it?" Mm -hmm. um, but Jacob did not send Joseph's younger brother Benjamin because after Joseph, it was you know he did have a younger brother Benjamin. So he said he sent all the boys except for his youngest Benjamin that was also born. From um, Rachel, Joseph's um, mom. mom. So here it is, verse 6. Now Joseph was the ruler of the land who sold grain to all the people. So when his brothers arrived, they bowed down before him with their faces to the ground. When Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he treated them as strangers and spoke harshly to them. Where have you come from? He asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied. We're here to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Why would they not recognize him? Man, they threw him in a pit. You know, the last time they saw years him, ago. years ago, they just saw probably a, a scorny kid or something screaming out, you know, in pain or being, you know, with no water in the, in the ditch. But now he's also in another country, in Egypt. Who knows? That maybe they put, you know, things on their face and different... Uh, different some of their yeah, culture. It, it, yeah, exactly. Because mm -hmm. he's now second in charge. Yes. So they probably did not, they did not recognize him. But so the, and, the, the important thing, though, is what's happening next. That's right. Verse 9. Joseph remembered his dreams about them. Do you remember? They're the ones that call him. Here comes this dreamer. We were plotting to kill him because he was dreaming. So Joseph remembered his dreams about them and said, You are spies and you have come to see if our land is vulnerable. Now, remember, we started out this series with Joseph's dreams. Mm -hmm. And Joseph's first dream that he had very vividly, which is amazing how now God, years later, is reminding him of these dreams. Now remember, in these dreams, after he interpreted it in the beginning when he still lived with his family, his brothers said, what, what, you're going to rule over us? 
you know, in the dreams, it was as if they were bowing down before him. Correct. Right? Now he sees them. It said in verse 6 that his brothers arrived and they bowed down before him with their faces to the ground. That's in, that's in reference to him, you see. And, and so his dreams were recalled, you see. His dreams were recalled. And it's amazing how his response is. Remember, we're talking about an opportunity to forgive. Yes. So his his response now, because he sees that they don't recognize him yet, his response to them is, you're spies. You've come here to see if our land is vulnerable. What basically Joseph is doing is that he wanted to see where their heart were. Yep. How, how are all of his brother's hearts? Where are they at spiritually? Where are they right now? Because the last time, you know, Joseph, this dude, the last time he saw his brothers, they basically were like, hey, off with his head. We don't want him. And by the grace of God, Reuben spoke up and said, hey, don't kill him he is yep. our brother yep. and that's when they chose to sell him like a like a piece of meat on you know to, which is horrific a horrible thing to do for to a human being yep. and that's what they did so here he is you know he's he's basically trying to check him out are they right mm -hmm. are they are they just the same old spoiled or I mean rotten eggs that mm -hmm. that that you know sold me but then again this is an opportunity to forgive because it's joseph going hmm they are now in my custody i got all these guards i can snap my <laughs> finger i'm second in charge of the one of the biggest countries in the world i've got money i can man i can whip them as much as i want to and they can't whip me back because i'll just call a thousand with, guards around me but with all that he went through joseph and now like you're saying he's in this position what is the thing that he's still vulnerable about? Where it all started with his family. Yes. You see? And where is Joseph's heart in all this? And it's full circle now, right? That's right. And we see his dreams now coming to pass. And it says here that in verse 12, no, he told them, you've come to see if this land is vulnerable because they're defending themselves. And mm -hmm. in verse 13, it says, but they answered, your servants are 12 brothers, the son of the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father and one is no more. They're referring to Joseph. That he was no yes. more. Yes, so that was part of the test. And now he sees that they're telling the truth. But listen, so then in verse 14, then Joseph said to them, just as I said, you're spies. And, and this is how you will be tested. Mm -hmm. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number uh, to get... Your one of your number to get your brother, the rest of you will be confined so that the truth of your words may be tested. And if they are untrue, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. So Joseph imprisoned them for three days. He imprisoned his brothers. He threw them now in jail. And on the third day, he said to them, do this and you will live for I fear God. He's he still feels, talking about God. Yes. Because God was dealing with Joseph. That is correct. It's important when you have an opportunity to forgive, will you? And okay? he obviously started to do a little rough stuff by throwing them into prison. But God was also trying to say, okay, I know you have been wronged. But are you going to, hmm, what am I going to do? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know some of you, uh, many of you have been wronged with what you have gone through. Unfortunately. But God is checking out your heart. Yes. He is checking your heart out. 
listen to this story yeah. and this true, true story in the Holy Bible. Yeah. In verse 19, it says, If you're honest, leave one of your brothers in custody while the rest of you go and take back grain to relieve the hunger of your households. Because he was... He was still thinking about his parents. Right, and the hunger that they were going through. Then bring your youngest brother to me so that your words can be verified that you may not die. And to this... You know, he wanted to make sure his brother was alive. That is correct. He wanted to make sure. And they consented to this. And in verse 21, then they said to one another, Surely we're being punished because of our brother. We saw his anguish. They're talking about Joseph. We saw his anguish when he pleaded with us, but we would not listen. This is why this distress has come upon us. But in verse 22, but Reuben replied, didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, but you would not listen. Now we must account for his blood. So Reuben is saying, didn't I tell you? And that was, Come on. That was mentioned from the beginning. But I love what verse, chapter, uh, verse 23 says. They did not recognize that Joseph understood them. The reason being is that, remember, they came from Canaan, but they're, they're now in Egypt. So yep. he knows the Egyptian language, yep. but he understand. He yes. understood the Hebrew language, of which was what they were speaking. Yes. So he, he said, um, so they did not recognize that Joseph understood them since they, there was an interpreter between them. And he turned away from them and wept. Yes. Joseph turned his way and yes. wept. When he turned back and spoke to them, he said he took Simeon. From them, and he had him bound before their eyes. Wow, that is something else. I tell you, it's going somewhere. Now we have to jump to Genesis 43. But before you do that, Reuben is mentioned here very clearly. Yes. Because remember, Reuben was the only brother amongst them when we started this series that said, Don't do it. And he was going to come back. He actually said, Don't kill him. He was going to come back for him. And try to save his life. That is correct. Remember? But he saw that they already sold him. Yes. And and um, now we're going to look right, as Pastor Chris said, in Genesis 43, verses 29 to 30. Because we want to really get to the place of when Joseph reveals his identity. So we Which is see also, that's going to be, we're going to jump chapter 44 and go right into 45. 45. Yeah. But right now we're when, in 43. Yeah. And, and remember, he is saying, I want to see my younger brother. So he keeps Simeon, and now he's going to wait for their return. And in verse 29, it says, When Joseph looked up and saw his brother because they came back with him, Benjamin, his own mother's son, he asks, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Because remember, he's not seen him in a while. So he couldn't recognize what he would look like years later. And then he declared, May God be gracious to you, my son. This is what he said over him. And in verse 30, Joseph hurried out because he was moved to tears. Once again, he was crying, weeping over this for his brother. And he went to a private room to weep. Then he washed his face, came back, regaining his composure. He said, serve the meal. And now we're going to jump to Genesis 45, verses 1 to 8. Really important. Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants. Remember, he continues to cry. This is from years of all that pain and all that hurt that he went through. He's grieving. This is all part of that letting all that out. 
and now he's seeing them again and it's years all of this grief yes. years upon realizing that his dreams were coming to pass years upon how he was locked up accused falsely accused but doing all the right thing years upon years upon years of doing this some of you are wondering how long am i gonna go through it remember last week's you're not forgotten yes but yes. now you have an opportunity to forgive Give. because God cares so much for us yes. that he wants our hearts to be right. Yes. Because it could be that you could be a multimillionaire. We could have billions of dollars like his in his position. Yeah. But guess what? That still won't get you to heaven. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And God is yeah. after your heart. Yes. Getting our hearts right with God and then keeping our hearts right with God helps us with to keep our hearts right with men. And how would you teach me to say la corazón? That's right. I know you guys are laughing at her face, but she, he says the heart got you to laugh. Yeah. So we see here that he's he's really out of control now. He's crying so hard that he told everyone to leave the room. Wow. Okay. Hmm. And he said, so none of them were with Joseph. When he made himself known to his brothers. So now he's revealing who he is before his brothers. But he wept so loudly that the Egyptians and Pharaoh's household could hear him. Mm -hmm. They heard him. And uh, verse three, 3, Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But they were unable to answer him because they were terrified in his presence. Do you understand what's happening here? I think we have all would have been like wondering what in the world is going on here. Yes. This is the dude I tried yes. to almost kill and sold like a piece of meat. And this is the one that I lied about to my father. I took his, his, his famous coat and put some, some animal blood on it and the whole nine yards. And now this is the crazy one that I thought was crazy. Would give him these, these dreams that I was going to bow down to him and he was going to take care. But then all of a sudden it's now coming to pass. But now he's in a position where of authority and he's holding one of He put us in jail for three days. All that. Yeah. So you understand why they were unable to speak yeah. and were terrified? Yep. Yeah. All that what I just said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. An opportunity to forgive. That's right. Yep. He had an opportunity to either keep them in prison, have them killed, punished, flogged, I mean, anything, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and never see them again in, yep. because of that, or forgive them. Because unforgiveness keeps us in prison. That is correct. See, Joseph was no longer in prison. He was the second in charge. But if he held on to unforgiveness, he would have stayed in prison in his heart that's right and if he, he would have stayed in a pit yes in his heart never at peace never right with god anymore and never right with others that is so true because if he saw himself you know unforgiveness would have kept you thinking of your of you seeing yourself as a victim and when you see yourself as a victim and you don't throw off the 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 you know the situations from the past and there's unforgiveness because you're carrying it still it's almost like you have this big bag of unforgiveness everywhere you go you're loaded down because you haven't forgiven and it's so hard and you just don't mm. see right you you know because you're busy you're busy focusing on this mm. thing that you're carrying so much that you're focused you don't even get a chance to go forward that much it actually hardens your heart which yes. god doesn't want no. ladies and gentlemen but we're going to continue but that, that's the thing, as we finish this scripture that we've seen, mm -hmm. the devil wanted to harden his heart. He wanted to interrupt his flow with God. 
Correct. With all this, right? And in verse 4, he says, I am Joseph, your brother, he said, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves that you sold me into this place. How can he get to this place that he's saying this? He's telling him, don't worry don't, that you threw me and treated me like a dirty dog. He, don't worry about that. Can you That's imagine? amazing. That is forgiveness. This is forgiveness. Don't worry. Don't be distressed with yourselves that you sold me into this place because it was to save lives that God sent me before you. For the famine has covered the land these two years and there will be five more years without plowing or harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve you as a remnant on the earth. And to save your lives by a great deliverance. This is what, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God who has made me a father to Pharaoh, Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. How can he say this unless God healed him deep inside and God took all that hurt, all that pain, all that anguish, all that unforgiveness, all the places where he could become so bitter and angry right now with his brothers. But he saw the bigger picture. God help us to see the bigger picture. When we have an opportunity to forgive, to understand, there's a bigger picture at hand. Amen? Forgiveness puts you on the right path. It doesn't leave you stuck in the past it, it just doesn't it, it it puts you on the right path of going forward and it just helps your focus that yes stuff has happened yes stuff has happened but i'm going to keep on going you're not stuck carrying this thing and always looking back at ugly stuff all the time it really just Greater makes you stuck purpose. and i'm telling you listen to colossians 3 13 it says make allowance for each other's faults and forgive everyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you. Yes. And you must forgive others. Help us. So pray. sometimes we start talking about how other people should people do for us and what other people should do for us and what other people. And God is so concerned. He said, guess what? Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You've got to work out for you. You've got to stand out and shine for Jesus Christ. Maybe you'll maybe they'll have you'll have an influence on someone to also have forgiveness. Maybe you have offended someone, and maybe by your actions or whatever, they, that person will begin to forgive you. Who knows? Remember, I mean Colossians three thirteen. Make allowance for each person's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And this is my prayer, ladies and gentlemen, because in you know, 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5, it says that how the last days, there's going to be some crazy stuff going on. It actually warns about unforgiveness. Hear me out as I pray. But it says, as I read this and then I'm going to pray. It says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. So I'm telling you this wonderful story how Joseph just said, brothers, come. God worked it all for his good. 
In Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you for every person out there. May they take every opportunity to forgive in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, God. May you keep your eyes on Jesus. We know this is, not, this is a tough thing to do, but we want you guys to take every opportunity to forgive. It will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember our app, remember social media, share this video, encourage people by it, say a comment, like it. Remember all of all, as I said, the social me media, which I just, forgive me for repeating myself, but then again, <laughs> also this awesome blog that encourages my heart. Yes, thank you, thank you guys that follow me at Examine Moments, and thank you for reading my blogs on letstakeamoment.com, and thank you for uh, tuning in and listening on our podcast and listening to Resplendency Life. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, in the name of Jesus Christ, take every opportunity to forgive, and through that, give God all the glory by doing this thing, standing out and, and shine. shine for Jesus Christ. Amen.